Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder, Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Damage Control, Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, anti-aging supplement. Available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, introducing your host, L. Russ. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we have Drew Canoli, who is a rock star in the world of fitness, nutrition, and mindset. He's got a huge heart for others and doing his part to sort of transform the world one person at a time. He's the founder and CEO of fitlife.tv, a great website. He's committed to sharing educational and inspirational, you know, videos and articles about health and fitness, healing. He also is a best-selling author and founder of Organifi, which is an organic uh, delicious greens powder. And we'll talk about about that at the end of the podcast and have a coupon code for everyone. Welcome to the show, Drew. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, L. I am looking forward to this. Yeah, I want to get into it. So I like your website. You've got a uh, you got a whole team up there. There's a lot there's a lot of free information up there right from the get go. But as with everyone, how'd you how'd you go down this path and get into this health uh, industry? You know what what prompted you to to go down this road? So likened to a lot of us health evangelists that are out there, six years ago, I was the opposite of what health was. And, you know, the book that you've written, the the thyroid health one and the complications that we all struggle with as health practitioners, and we want to bring that to the world, right? Once we heal ourselves, that's kind of why we do what we do. So for me, it was out of necessity, I was at a point where I was 40 pounds heavier. I was out of shape. I was lethargic. I was, I had no vision. I lacked any real purpose for my life. And every day I would check into my job that I had set up for myself right out of college. Over and over, I would just check in. I really wasn't present. And I would eat things that were loaded with macronutrients, but I really wasn't getting micronutrients. And I had a mentor at the time and he told me, he said, Drew, if you do anything else for the rest of your life, Make sure that you're impacting other people. It'll change your day. And I've heard that before, you know, the Purpose Driven Life with Rick Warren. And I've read numerous personal development books up until that point, but I really didn't listen to it. So as this, you know, 87-year-old sage, one of my best friends sat across the table from me, Frank, he told me this and I'm like, you know what? It's time I really start listening to this. And I was... At that time, I was hanging around friends that were traveling to Las Vegas and partying every single weekend and spending a bunch of money, but they really weren't making a difference in other people's lives. And everyone was out of shape. I was going to say, they're making a real bad dent difference in their life doing the Vegas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I could continue to live this way, but I almost saw my death, right? We had one of these shamanic death experiences at a young age. I'm like, if I'm going to change my life, I have to change who I am. And first, I have to change my environment. So I moved from Tampa to San Diego. I didn't know anybody. I just knew I had to get the hell out of there. I'm like, if I'm going to change my health, I got to leave. And then I was presented along that journey. It was amazing the people that started to show up to help me out of this hole I had dug for myself. This man presented this green juice to me and he said he saved his life. He was given six months left to live. He was on hormone replacement therapy at the time. He was on uh, 12 different medications. The doctor said he had cancer. He was about to die. So his wife went home, the loving wife that she was, ripped apart his kitchen, 
got rid of the processed food, the sugar, the dairy, the wheat, all of this stuff that we talk about at FitLife. And he started juicing eight to 10 times a day, green vegetable juice over and over. So Okay, wait, eight to 10 times a day. Are we talking like eight, just full eight ounce cups? Yeah, eight, eight times a eight day? Eight to 16 ounces. Yeah. Uh, a fasting with just the juice or on with top of whatever just he was eating? juice. Like got the it. Gerson therapy, if you think about that, right? Yep. So he started doing that. And within six months, he saved his life. So as he had told me this story, I'm like, all right, here's the guy that was like given less than six months to live. He changed his life through the power of juicing. What would happen to a guy that was just kind of average? Yeah, I was 40 pounds heavier. I felt good, but I really wasn't living my purpose, my vision, all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to listen to this guy. At the time, I was drinking four or five cups of coffee a day. I was My adrenals were probably all cracked out all this stuff that I had yet to discover about myself. So I drank the first juice. It smelled like swamp water, but I stuck with it. And I'm like, whoa, like <laughs> towards the, the middle of the day, you know, two or three o'clock when all of us are craving coffee and these other things that can give us that instant caffeine fix, I started to realize I didn't really crave that. And then I realized after doing this for three or four days that the Doritos and the Cheetos and the pizza and the Michigan food, because I'm a Michigan boy, that comfort food, you know, the hot dog. Yay for the Midwest. Let's let's give a shout out. I'm from downtown Chicago. I've been in your state many, many times. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we're neighbors. <laughs> but Michigan's also a very, it's one of the grayest states in the country in terms of sun. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of a brutal situation. Yeah, there. low vitamin D level, seasonal depression. I mean, I dealt with all that. So um, getting to a place to where I was actually drinking liquid sunshine, it started to change my inside. And as I changed my inside, my outside started to change. So within 90 days, I lost, long story short, lost 40 pounds, got in the best shape of my life, went from over 20% body fat down to sub 7%. And I literally- Damn, that's that's cover GQ, buddy. Yeah, no, I li- literally looked like I could be on the cover of a magazine. So people started reaching out to me and they're like, hey, I want to do what you've done. And here I am, you know, this is the beginning of YouTube when influencer marketing was just taken off like six years ago. So I started to post videos in my kitchen, making smoothies. I was all jazzed up. I had more energy than I ever had. And I just wanted to share this freaking message with the world. So that's what I was doing at the time. And sure enough, within a period of about two and a half years, we grew this following around 3 million people and they were all juicing and sending in their before and after pictures and all of this really amazing stuff. And I had finally found my purpose in my life that healer that was inside of me, like into what you're doing with this amazing podcast, I just found my place. So the weight just kind of effortlessly fell off through the power of green juicing and a lot of the mindset shifts that took along the way to form those micro habits into my true character and the alignment that I'm at nowadays. I love it. I want to get back to a discussion about mindset and some of the aspects around that with regards to transformation. But before we do, I want to get into the nitty gritties of juicing. I have a couple of questions. I still have some things out there I'm sure people are thinking about. Now, I recently actually... Um, so I, and a lot of people who want to live a low carb diet or also who can handle copious amounts of food, I'm a small person for me to get the array of vegetables, right. Uh, and <laughs> the array of nutrients. Um, I, I kind of sometimes, you know, you have the thought where you're like, do I really every day need to pack a hundred different colors into one salad? And then there's the theory of like, okay, well today I could have like a thing of Swiss chard. Tomorrow I could have some, uh, you know, some squashes tomorrow. And you know, then you go, okay, well, how do I assess my week? Was it colorful? And I like that approach too. But then there's just something about that I've noticed that I love about having juice. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I don't use really fruit in it. Beet is probably the only thing, you know, because I was dealing with insulin resistance. So I didn't really want anything with apples and sweet or too high carby. But, you know, then there's this thought, like there's the green smoothie with all of the fiber in it versus juicing. There's, you know, questions about, well, when you juice it, are you losing that fiber? Then it's going straight to, you know, possibly increased blood glucose. Can you kind of touch on all those nuances? I'm sure you've received all these questions before, but do you know where I'm coming from here? Because there's, there's so many avenues to take with this. And I was fond of the green smoothie there for a while, but then that felt like too much and too bloaty and too something about it. Yeah. Um, but my brother and I are swearing by having at least a six to eight ounce cup of pure, awesome, fresh pressed, um, you know, green, greenish, you know, dandelion greens, ginger, maybe a carrot, maybe, you know, uh, a beet, but that's, you know, pretty, pretty veggie. Yeah. You know where I'm going with that? You know, you see where my kind of conundrums or confusions totally. are. So there's a few different ones you have in there. The difference between blending and juicing is the big one. Uh, right. insulin spiking fruits in your juice, why people get fat when they're actually juicing is another big thing. So let's address those, uh, blending versus juicing blending. You're right. All the fiber, your body, and you have a smart audience. I've listened to your podcast. Your people really get this is your body has to break that down. So a real simple analogy I use is it's like you hired a contractor to go out in the backyard and they're digging a ditch for days sometimes because you have food that's undigested in your gut. It's continuously working, especially with all the onslaught of autoimmune conditions that are out there. People are having trouble digesting, period. So they're not giving their body a break to digest, which is why you know the podcast that you've done with James Moore recently is really powerful because fasting is nature's greatest miracle. I still believe that. I just believe that that's probably why it feels better yeah. for me than to juice than it does to have the green smoothies. Yeah, because you're because it is is a level of fasting, and also I hear what you're saying about giving the digestion a little bit of break from that crazy fiber that you're throwing. Yeah, in. so yeah, so two and a half to three hours to break down a smoothie, and maybe you're getting sixty to seventy percent of the full food value, the vitamins, right? And when you juice, literally fifteen minutes, you're quite literally when you mix coconut. Uh, water with your juice too, like all the all the phytonutrients, all the magnesium, all those aminos, the bioconstituents that are actually in a green juice. It's like a liquid blood transfusion. So you're probably feeling aspects of that when you have that green juice. It, <laughs> it's so similar to the the human I, cell. I really like the idea that I'm giving myself a yeah <laughs> an IV drip. It's literally a, it's one of the greatest hacks we have is just drinking a green juice every single day, and it's so easy. Um, okay, so why? Why do it? Why should anyone do this? Because, as you know, our soil is completely inept of a lot of the minerals that we used to get back in the 1950s when you know, we would actually get magnesium from the lettuce that we're eating and the different things. So what do we do to supercharge a lot of our nutrient intake? Well, juicing, I believe, is the best way to do that. You're getting the, the full food value in about 15 minutes. All the enzymes, the aminos, depending on what you're, you know, juicing. Like you mentioned before, dandelion greens. Dandelion greens are actually more powerful than kale. It's loaded with things that actually help and assist with phase two liver detoxification. There's not a lot of yep. things. and a um, diuretic too, natural diuretic. And a diuretic. In a good way. Yeah. So if you're going to the beach, you got that little belly bloat. You want to look all sexy. <laughs> just juice a little dandelion greens. Uh, lemon as well. Phase two liver detoxification, one of the greatest fruits on the planet. 
Turmeric. Turmeric is one of the most anti-inflammatory things we can eat. It's more powerful than 22 over-the-counter medications now. Turmeric, right? So you juice that, gives it a nice little earthy <laughs> undertone in your juice. And uh, obviously cucumber and celery, two of my favorite things to put in juice, which are two base items. You can get a lot of liquid out of those. And um, if you want it, like you said, the beet, it's amazing. Increase in nitric oxide. In 1986, they did this Olympic study and they gave uh, triathletes beet juice, two liters, and they performed 45% longer than people that didn't have the beet juice. Talk about a stamina increase from just Mm -hmm. drinking beet juice. It's insane. It is literally uh, one of the best biohacks that you can do for your body is flooding your body with those phytonutrients, those enzymes, and those aminos. Love it. That's a that's a great reason description. I think you know, just always good to go back to basics and answer the basic questions for people because you know some people are like, why am I going to bother with this? I'll just eat the vegetables. But again, you know, you pack so much, um, and frankly, people aren't cutting up and sautéing turmeric. Let's be honest. I mean, there's certain things, right? And ginger is another one that's tough for if you don't necessarily cook with it or like it in your cuisine, or it can be, you know, and you can have a lot of things, these things go to waste. And I like that also for the juicer. It's like, it's, it's low waste, very inexpensive. If you go out and get your eight to $10 a juice every day, you know, looking at 300 bucks a month, right? You go buy a juicer and you get organic vegetables and then it's there. And then you also, I like it as a culinary situation too, for, you know, you could do even like a little spritzer of like Perrier with some ginger and lemon that you've just freshly juiced. Oh my God. So I love having that uh, nuance for not only cooking, but for, you know, and, and all the combinations. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just love that. And then it's not waste. You're not taking a plastic cup somewhere. So I love that. And then of course, you know, you can take it a step further and we'll get to your product, which, <clears throat> you know, it's great for a lot of people because some people just are like, I don't have, I can't bother with, with the juicer. Yeah. Just don't even want to know. And then you just take a couple spoonfuls, you know, and you, you, you have a, a this is still a different ball game there. Um, I want to get, I, I want to go all over the place here, but I want to also <laughs> ask about, uh, the transformation. You said something earlier, you mentioned, you're like, you know, I just picked up and I moved to San Diego I didn't know anyone. And you're like, just, just did it, which is a very bold move. And um, I've actually done that a couple of times. And people were like, you're not going to, you don't know anyone there? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, what the hell does anyone have to lose here? Like, you just take a chance. And um, it's a very bold move. You know, possibly you're raised that way. But I want to hear a little bit more about that. Like, what was that? Yeah, that was um, knowing that if I continued to live the way that I was living, I would die. Literally, Wayne Dyer has this quote, rest, rest in peace, Wayne Dyer. I love his work. But he said, you never want to die with your music inside of you, right? Like we all have this song to play. And I knew I had this amazing song inside of me. And if I was continue to live in that state, that way of being, then I never would be the true fullest expression of, of what I came here to be. And that really hit me hard at the age of like 29 years old. And I just, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And I've, you know, the old movie, it reminds me of the movie Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, Mm -hmm. how he was living every day over and over and over. And then finally it clicked. It's like, there is literally so much time to create whatever you want to create in any given day, but you have to be the person, the catalyst, the cause to actually create that in your life. And I just said, enough is enough. And I moved. Yeah. And I'm not telling people to move. Like that's not the thing that you need to do to lose weight or transform, but you're, your environment. Everybody change your entire lives. (laughs) Yeah. Give up everything you're doing. Just give it all up. But your environment is key in that. So 
I mean, maybe it's as simple as getting rid of all the bad stuff that's in your kitchen. That's your environmental hack, you know? Right. But I like that it was a severe thing for you because yours was friends and people in a, in a, in a community that you were like, you know what? I need to detach from this. You know, you're probably still friends with some of them. It's not, but you needed to like, I've got to remove myself from this environment that I'm entrenched in. And that's, you know, a tough one because that's embedded with egos and friendships and uh, securities there and codependencies and weird stuff going on. Like when you're involved in that, you know, yeah. the wheel. And that's a, a such a bolder move, but I love that you did that. I it changed my life. I know it changed yours. Um, I moved out to California. Um, I had been in a school in Indiana for two years, and I was like, I got to get out of here. I, I can't. I cannot handle like no one thinks the way I do. I don't understand this. <laughs> like I just felt. I was like, <laughs> I got to get out. And no offense, to Indiana. Like you know, bless it. But uh, I, I, it was a school. It was where I was, and I didn't know anyone out here in California. You know, I people were questioning it, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going. I just can't. I got to get out. You got to get out. Yeah. Um, and also with the health thing, how badly do you want it? I've said this before on the podcast and I've had friends who've talked about, you know, trying to get back and exercise for years. And I'm like, listen, I can't, you know, and Mark Sisson says it, I can't convince you that your life sucks. Okay. So, so you have to, at some point, take a real big plunge. And I love that this only happened for you six years ago. You know, that to, to our audience, you know, go look up Drew at fitlife.tv. You're going to be like, this guy looked like a overweight piece of junk, you know, for six years, just six years ago. And now look at your life. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's completely crazy. Once you start imprinting on your subconscious mind, what you really want to create like that, like we talked about, like that music being inside of you or Earl Nightingale's old work of the world's strangest secret or whatever. It's insane what you can create when you get to that place. Oh, I love that you brought up Dan- Wayne Dwight. Well, sorry, Wayne Dyer. <laughs> so, well, Wayne, 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 one Wayne. of my favorite quotes, well, the music dying with the music in you also is related to his story about, you know, the death of Ivan Illich, the book. And before he dies is, you know, really unhappy sort of life and marriage and the wife, you know, is he's dying on his bed and he looks up and he says, you know, what if my life was all wrong? You know, you don't want to have that, that thought at the end of your life. Like, what if I could have tried for something? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had people say, well, what if it doesn't work out? See, I don't know if I want to do, cause what if it doesn't work out? I'm like, it might not work out. And, but that the thing is, is that you, you're just staying where you're staying still. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so powerful. I just got goosebumps listening to you say that. Like imagine getting to the end of your life and thinking, wow, I could have done something completely different. And far too many people do that. That's you know, right. The whole population. And I think that that's why people retire and they go right back to work because they're bored and don't know what and they get depressed because they're like, I don't even never developed any passions or even followed anything I loved. I just kind of did what I thought I could do or should do or people told me to do or society kind of pressured me into doing, or whatever, right? Exactly. Um, so I like the risks, and you have to do that. Everyone in this paleoprimal health you know, world uh, has taken some kind of bold move to change their life from a shitty place to, you yeah. know, a oh. really happy <clears throat> place. And I also want to mention another quote by Wayne Dwight. It's not his quote, but he mentions it in a book. I'm a really big fan of his, and... One of my favorite pieces of work for anyone who's interested is one of his audiobooks called It's Never Crowded Along the Extra Mile. It's uh, an amazing audiobook if you're interested in getting to know uh, Wayne Dyer's work. Um, but he mentions this quote, and I forgot, maybe it's an ancient uh, Greek or something who said it, but no one ever built a statue to a skeptic. Wow. 
I'm writing that down, by the way. Right? No one ever built it. And it's true, right? No, there's not one statue in this freaking world that was ever built for someone that was like, I don't know. I don't buy it. <laughs> like that guy. Like there's no statue for that guy, right? I'm dealing with some skeptics right now. So this is perfect for me. You just, you uh, materialized this quote at the perfect time. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, but you know what I mean? Because people people have that skepticism even about a train on path to health, about taking any kind of chances. Maybe it is moving. Maybe it's like, I really hate this industry. I've always wanted to do that, but I'm too scared to try. What if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a friend who's um, been married for, well, I'm a friend, but like sort of, you know, acquaintance who said one time, they've been married for a long time. It, it not nice relationship, but there's, it's, it, they kind of aren't happy really or in love or anything like that. And the, the quote was, well, I think the grass is greener, but I'm just not sure like I can get there. So it's a, it's a willing to settle for something because you're too afraid to see if you can get better and you don't necessarily believe you can have it. So then you don't even try for it. And so then where are you? Well, you're just still in the shitty place you were when you had the thought to begin with. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? Come on, do something guys. And everyone listening too, whatever you got going on. Right. Um, well, I think it's, um, for me, this is great because it's coming at a perfect time. I'm wrapping up four months of this leadership training I've been doing called Ascension Leadership Academy. And it's all about leadership and exploring your leadership potential and your abilities and really dropping into your heart with more vulnerability and authenticity. And these four months have been the most trying months of my life, but it's forced me to totally expand my plate for what's possible, uh, much larger than anything I could ever imagine. Like running two businesses, starting a nonprofit corporation, like company within the past 90 days. Um, all of these personal goals that I've had, as well as doing 20 hours a week for this leadership training, planning gardens and kids schools across the country, like what you believe is possible is set up by you. So if you believe the impossible is possible, literally you can create that. It's just constantly laying it down brick by brick over and over to build the wall, not questioning if it's possible or can I do this or what limitation do I have today? Is there financial scarcity in my life? Maybe I have commitment issues, people pleaser rackets, things that are popping up for me on a consistent basis that keep me small and hold me back. And maybe everybody in my life sees me as small and not playing to the optimum level that I can really play at. So you literally have to go in your life, analyze it from an outside perspective, and eliminate any weakness that could really keep you from playing the biggest life that you could ever imagine. And that's what I like doing every day. Every day is a new evolution. Every day is a new opportunity. Every day is this uh, endless possibility for what you can create on this planet. And tapping into that and seeing that as source would see it is one of my favorite things to do. And it's magic. Literally, your life becomes magic. People will watch it and they'll come up to you. They'll be like, uh, how, how did that happen? Like, how did you do this? Can you show me this? And uh, being, being that conduit for change and a cause is one of my favorite things to do. And it just lights my soul on fire. That is so awesome. What do you, what do you think or when you think of people you've dealt with who've gone through the transformation with you, because of you or who write into you, you know, who've been transformed by your site and your work. Uh, what are some common themes or what are some interesting objections? People along the way, the, what do you see when you go, ah, I see why they've had 
some trip ups here. You know, what are some common themes so that people out there can relate? Because, you know, there's so many weird things that go on subconsciously, mentally, patterns from childhood, whatever it is, that create an unhealthy pattern for us that we're doing for some reason. And you know what I mean? It doesn't even have to get that deep. It's just almost like, all right, I got to like clean out my little house of like, why? Like, let me look into this. So I would love to hear some of the things that you've been like, oh, had someone come in and this was their deal. Yeah. So I think we could talk about weight loss, you know, because I think that's the core majority of the people and nutrition and they're, they're wanting to have this physical transformation. I think the big thing, it comes back to, and I got, you know, five or six of them off the top of my head, but this sense of being worthy. I think especially a lot of women that I talk to, they feel like they're not such a great one that you said that that's such an important. Yeah. yeah, They feel like they're not worthy. And literally this is riddled in every aspect of their life. They see it show up financially. They see it with their significant other, the relationship. Um, They have an anxious attachment style because they're showing up as not being worthy. So I always recommend, um, you know, really getting clear on their worth. Where does it come from in the transformational process? I see a lot of people that are stuck in what's called the people pleaser mode and they just say yes to everything. And when you say yes to everything that shows up in your life, you can't say a powerful no and say yes to something that you really want to do, right? So when you're going through the transformation process, a lot of people self-sabotage by saying yes to others that aren't on the same page. They don't have the same goal. They don't have the same outcome that you're trying to attain with your life transformation, being the physical work that you're doing for your body or whatever. I think a lot of people have this lone wolf mentality. They can do it alone. They don't need any help. And I think that's that's dangerous because as human beings, we thrive in our community. The vagal nerve, the oldest nerve that mammals have, wraps around, you know, right up, right through our throat, above our stomach, and that's what connects us. When we say it's the vibe that attracts our tribe, literally the vagal nerve has a vibration. That's why schools of fish swim together, birds flock together. They're bound by that vagal nerve, and human beings have that. So when we become alone, we are literally living in a hell realm. But we don't know it because we're so comfortable and most people are so stubborn that they continue to stay in this alone hell realm. And instead, recognizing that the opposite of that would be a heaven realm as all one, alone, all one. So connecting with your brothers and sisters, looking them in the eye and seeing the infinite expansiveness of that being in front of you and recognizing that they're just like you. They have the same shit going on in their mind. That same problem that you're dealing with, they have. And when you join together with them, weight loss, uh, financial relationship issues, it becomes so easy because you're working with someone. You're not alone anymore. I think um, most people that come to me, they feel like they don't have a voice. They can't make a difference. And that's just such a shame because every single person can make a difference. Even at the smallest thing, they're walking along the sidewalk, they see a homeless person. You don't have to give them money, but you can make a difference by saying one thing that could send that person off in a, a ripple effect of transformation in that person's life. Absolutely. That could be being wonderfully sweet and nice or engaging a bank teller in a conversation and they just had a horrible customer before you and all of a sudden it turned them around. I mean, you know, like honestly, it just, <laughs> I think it does, right? It doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you know what it is? It's almost like, uh, okay, paleo primo a little like, but it would be a little bit synonymous with the whole like, well, what's worth more the life of a cow or a beetle? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So it's like the same thing with the thoughts, right? You know, and the, yeah. And I think the big one too with weight loss is safety. 
especially with these elections and the terrorism and everything else that's on the news, CNN, constant negative. Are, are women getting like extra fat to pad themselves up for protection? From yeah. The- well, parasympathetic yeah. nervous systems like skyrocketed all the time. They're not, nobody really understands HRV or heart rate variants. So they're not doing things to put them in a meditative state consistently throughout the day. They're in relationships with other people that trigger abandonment issues from the past, which puts them in an unsafe place. And they're wondering why they're not able to lose the weight. Right. That's a big, that's a big factor. A lot of people I've met have had issues from the past or other relationships or just issues in life where that is a primary motivator in, in why they end up overeating and um, engaging in unhealthy patterns and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction, food addiction, cravings, eating cookies and ice cream every single night. It's literally to keep you safe. A lot of the women that I talk to, they, they've, they've been raped. They've had issues of the past and they literally build a fence around their body, which is a hundred to sometimes, you know, two or 300 pounds. I had this girl, 300 pounds overweight came to me and we really broke it down. We did her identity and we found out what really was holding her back from that weight loss. And it's amazing once you really start to address the root problem versus just that surface level stuff. Yeah. Get on a treadmill every day and eat this. Right. And, or even if it's not traumatic, it could just be like so many heartbreaks and you're like, I'm not going to get hurt again. I don't want to be vulnerable again. I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going to get hurt. So I'm not going to, you know, and there's some subconscious message there that's like pat it up so that you won't even have to fall in love and get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could be on a subtle level. I know many years ago, I felt like I kind of pinpointed that one, like probably over 10 years ago, there was a moment where I was like, I think that's kind of valid there. <laughs> There's something valid for me there, you know? Yeah. Self-sabotage. Um, it wasn't a, from trauma, it wasn't from trauma in life other than like a really horrible breakup, you know, or something where you're just heartbroken and it's, it's, it's like, I'm never going to get, you know what I mean? And then you look at the declarations, right? Like I'm never going to get hurt again or open up to anybody, you know? And that's, that's usually something obviously people experience in young relationships at first there. They seem, uh, Obviously, more like the end of the world on that kind of level, though. But, you know, no, so yeah. it was a long time ago. But yeah, yeah, those are even things that can, though, after something like that, which is a traumatic experience, um, lead to the same problems. Where do you, how do you coach people and how do you work with people other than through, you know, your videos and all of the, you know, things you offer on your website? Yeah. Um, tell me about your connections with helping others that way. Well, I think, you know, we, we, um, I guess handling issues like that is kind of like a titration method in chemistry. If you mix too much acid with alkalinity too quick, you have an explosion. And that's kind of how a lot of diet and fitness programs work with a lot of people. It's, it sets them up for failure, you know, lose weight quickly. It's like one of the biggest gimmicks there is. So I think micro commitments, building consistency over a long, longer period of time builds up momentum and just compounds. So giving them small things for wins, like something as simple as drinking warm water with a little bit of um, lemon and apple cider vinegar first thing in the morning. can do that for a week, then we'll add something else to your transformation program. And it can be like meditate for five minutes, you know, really drop into your heart in that particular place and then give them the diet of eliminating sugar one week, eliminating dairy, eliminating wheat, eliminating these things that can cause the inflammation in the body. And over a 90 day period of doing those small consistent changes, 
we've seen transformation not only happen in 98% of the people we work with or more, we've seen it happen long-term. These people write in three, four years and they're like, yeah, now I'm a health coach. I lost all this weight doing your program. Now I'm a health coach because of the changes that I was able to make. So I think going slow and recognizing the whole time that you get to be kind to yourself. Yeah, and stages, people, stages. I mean, sometimes people can't jump. I mean, some people I know are just... I'm a little bit like that too, where I'm like, no, I can full force it. But other people sometimes can't. And also, I mean, what a setup for failure for someone to be sedentary and obese and like maybe in a real worst case scenario with health and then try to give them 500 things to do. Yeah. What do you, what do you, come on. I mean, that's just, and so I love that 90 days. What a great span of time to have things sink in and just do the small things like you do a little liver cleanser drink there in the morning. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, then you switch something up the next week. And sometimes people need to have those stages and those regimented, um, platforms. And I totally get that. That's just a, it's also the same thing with working out. Like you were saying earlier, sometimes people really, most people thrive in group settings that way for the dual motivation, you're bound to like probably have better form and work out better. Even if you're working with like, not just a trainer, but other, other people. Um, and yet I'm, I'm a little bit the opposite. I'm, I can be, I'm can be completely independent that way, even though I love exercising with other people, but I am totally full force independent on it. Um, on a regular basis and don't really thrive particularly on group classes and things like that. So, so I'm totally different that way, but I love that it's stages and I love the 90 days, you know, it, it gives people something to really feel okay about. And it's not just about getting to the weight loss, right? It's about like cleaning out all this junk, just let's clean it up, right? It's dirty in there. Just what did you do? Ruined it and let's clean it up. You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, so for the people out there that, um, don't want to juice and get into that because it's just, you know, another thing for them. Um, you created a product called Organify and it's, um, sort of a green juice powder, right? Tell us about it. It's got so many great things that we've already talked about in it, like turmeric. Um, you've got some matcha in there, green tea, spirulina. Um, love it. It's coconut. Water, yeah, even? yeah. So yeah, yeah. give me give me a rundown because this is great. And again, go to Fit Life TV or Organifi dot com, and it's or O R G A N I F I, right? Yeah, and if you use the code Primo, actually, we're going to give a discount to all of your family, everybody on here. So use the the coupon code Primo, and you'll get a discount in regards to that as well. So Yay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about it. You know, I was, if you've seen any of my old videos, I would often go through the airport with a suitcase full of veggies and a juicer. And that didn't work out too well, especially with the new TSA <laughs> regulations. Oh my God. I was always the weirdo, you know? So I'm like, what can we create for You're our like, com- this is a blade, sir. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what can we create for our community to really make a difference? And something that tasted better than any other green superfood out there on the planet. That was key for us. So we literally, I got together with farmers of um, different crops around the world. We started testing ingredients, you know, different types of wheat grasses to see which one was tastier, different coconut extract. And we put together 11 of the world's most powerful superfoods with one really key star player. And it's not the turmeric, it's actually the ashwagandha. So we just did clinical trials on this stuff. The ashwagandha lowers stress. And when you lower stress with that... Yeah, that's an adrenal supporter herb that's in a lot of adrenal support formulas. Yep. It's always in there, is ashwagandha. Yeah, big time adrenal support. 
in men, it actually helps boost uh, testosterone as well. So there's, there's a ton of stuff that actually with the clinical trials that we saw, one is uh, body composition change, scientifically significant, weight loss reduction. We saw cholesterol uh, get lowered and the good cholesterol actually raise up a little bit because of the adaptogens. We saw um, the Beck's depression scale, actually an improvement in mood when people drink Organifi. Uh, what I notice when I drink it is more mental clarity and more energy. It's almost like this grounding. I feel grounded when I drink it, almost like I did 20 minutes of yoga. Um, I don't do a lot of yoga. I definitely could do more. I'm more into like lifting heavy weights and stuff. So, But when I drink Organifi, I feel like I get my yoga in, which is pretty cool. So 11. Nice. And, and it's just like you can mix it in water or anything, but it's meant to be sort of just yeah. straight up in water. Or? It's meant to be in water. You know, a lot of the green drinks people have probably tried out there, they taste a little bit like grass or dirt. They taste horrible. No, a lot of them are too sweet, too. They they have a fake sweet yeah. to it where you're like, you know, it'd almost be better if you just left the earthy taste. I would have liked the green taste, please. Could you not yeah. have made it, you know, a weird... So, yeah, there's some really bad ones. So we chose to put uh, Lohan in it, which is monk fruit, which has medicinal benefits as well, instead of stevia. Stevia is that artificial sweetness, that aftertaste that you're talking about a lot of times. Yep. Or xylitol is another one. And when that's a micro gut disrupt, that's a gut disruptor essentially on a lot of times. So the Lohan actually has benefits. You drink that. It tastes absolutely amazing. And um, it's the best selling green juice in the world right now as far as a superfood goes. I love it. I love it. Um, and what do you do once a day, uh, twice a day? You know, I mean, what's, uh, so there's probably a couple different regimens, right? I mean, can it be used medicinally to do if you, you know, like you were talking about the beginning, a guy was juicing, you know, eight times a day. Um, I mean, I'm not suggesting anyone do that with your product, but is that something that people use it in a heavy dose way? I think some people do. Yes. The real extreme people, the people that are out there constantly, you know, doing long term like endurance running and stuff like that. I drink two or three a day in the clinicals. The people that drink just twice a day noticed a big time difference in the amount of, uh, you know, benefits from the body composition change and the cholesterol and whatnot. So twice a day is kind of what I would recommend the max that you would do unless you're crazy like me. I mean, I'll drink three, four or five scoops a day. And uh, one is like nutritional insurance. You're just getting the spirulina, which has a lot of vitamin B12 in it. The chlorella, which is a mother nature's, it's a great source of omega-3s. Actually, chlorella is. There's moringa in it. Moringa is loaded with potassium, more than bananas, uh, beta carotene, more than carrots, like all this other stuff. And it tastes freaking awesome. Like literally, you're going to want to drink this. If you're in one of the states that, you know, Al and I grew up in as kids, Chicago, Michigan, it's cold. I would just mix it in a little uh, warm almond milk. And it's like a Ooh, literally like yeah. a green tea slash matcha latte. Sweet, sweet matcha latte. It's awesome. We're working with Starbucks, actually. I'm putting in all the Starbucks right now. Oh, you got to get in. So, you got to get in the buckos. That yeah. would be cool. Get it in buckos. That would be amazing. Yeah, well... They're starting to get healthier here and there in some of their options. Um, yeah, they definitely, they get to, the whole world gets to. It's that time, you know, organic foods. I was talking to a guy yesterday of, of launching an organic fast food restaurant in San Diego. Nice. You pull up and everything's just, well, you know how Southern California people are. They're the hippie the love it. people. Love it. That's why I love it here. <laughs> I love all the hippie woo-woos. <laughs> exactly. They're such a great addition to the entire state. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> So what would you like to leave our audience with um, 
closing out here. Yeah, I think. Um, and how can we find you as well? Yeah, so you can find me at fitlife.tv. We post two videos a week there. I'd love to do one with you as soon, Al, as well. We'll have to get to Sean and get that on the calendar. And um, I think organify.com, obviously, you can get it there. Use the code PRIMAL, get 20% off. And if you just want to connect with me on other social media, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff, I'm all about connecting with the community and um, helping people, you know, focusing out. I think that's the big thing that I want to leave people with too. It's, you know, there's times when, especially around the holidays, we're entering into a time where we can become very me-centric. What do I have to do? These are my bills. I have to go visit my family. But I think when it comes to optimal health, the more you can become we-centric, the more you focus on other people, helping, giving, being a cause, a catalyst in other people's lives, the healthier you're naturally going to be anyway and the more effective and efficient your life just is going to work out. So that's what I want to encourage people to do. Like we talked about before, you know, it's something as simple as talking to the barista for two minutes extra and asking where they're from. How can you help them? You know, how, what can I do to support you today? And you'd be surprised at how that shows up in your life and the difference that you can make. I love it. Um, that's great. Thanks so much for joining us again, fitlife.tv, Drew Canoli. Thanks so much. And we'll definitely hopefully have you on again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Al. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Have a great day in SoCal. It's so beautiful out, isn't it? I love it. Amazing. I know. Absolutely incredible. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Hi folks, Mark Sisson here. And I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching, but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching, and we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. We also have payment plans available, so you can start immediately for just a dollar down. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe.